going on beautiful people it's your good nika x and the x is for exhibition uh-huh. this is about to be on display today all right display okay. and you turn into the 31st podcast. podcast i had to put mike mike up last i don't know if he noticed because i wasn't sure what he was giving today so <laughs> so we won't have a repeat true, of last episode we had to do things different this year Just but go ahead on. and introduce yourself fly What's up? It's your boy Fly, aka Flossens Bird, aka Microphone Mike, aka Mike the Menace, aka Mike Multi. What's up? Mike Ooh. Multi. What is that? Hey, I multi wonder. Mike. Multi Mike, like multiple personalities. Hey, we talk about mental too. health. <laughs> that too. <laughs> what up? It's your girl, Miss Cookie Baby. Hey, please say the baby. Please say the baby. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Kim Kim. It is officially time to kick it with the 30 Plus Podcast. That's right. It's the 30 Plus Podcast. So we talk love, life, and lessons after 30. And this episode will be no exception. Today, we will dive into the lane of mental health. Oh, yeah. We're getting deep into them thoughts. Oh, okay. We're taking deep breaths and Okay. That's a good way to start. Yeah, that's how you have to start it. Correct. I got a woo side out first. Huh? Uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. So before we do into that, you know, um, how's everyone's energy? Um, I feel like I'm the only one who came in here with positive, good energy today. I feel a lot of hate in the air. But, you know, I'm hoping that has calmed down some since we're all sitting down now. Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> First, giving honor to God. <laughs> Literally, it's how you have to start. I just, I, I'm so glad I'm in this field and I know how to use my coping skills because, <laughs> you know, if you're on the live, you heard um, Fly, Mike the Menace, Mike the Menace, heavy right. on the menace, point out the other day that cancers are, are the most serial killers. And I, I ain't never really resonated with that till today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Mike mm. be cutting up. Mm. He does. He I does. Just keep it real. Um, this body, body, yada, yada is bodying today. <laughs> Being pregnant after 30, man, and you think you're regular because you feel regular and you start doing regular things. Yeah, it just kind of backfires. So I'm just, my body's tired, but I'm definitely, I have great energy. I feel good. So I don't know good. what Mike is talking about. You look good. Thank you. But yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm tired. Nick, Nick. I'm feeling good. I'm cool. Uh-oh. I'm cool. You know? Life is life, but we're going to keep it pushing, and it's Gotta all that we can pushing. do, and that's the beauty. plus pushers, baby. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But all is well in Nicoland. No complaints. Oh, okay. I like it, Nicoland. It's cool in the castle. Okay. It is cool in the castle. It is cool in the castle. It's a little hot on this side. That's another shirt. That's another shirt huh? out there. You need to start writing this down. That's because you're drinking. That's, about <laughs> that's, that, that's that flask over there, Paul. <laughs> yeah, they ain't even know why it's the flask. The yeah. flask is empty. So is that glass. And, and that's, that's why you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the flask was empty before you arrived, huh? Nah, I finished it off here. So you like, uh, so you like an old deacon over there? Yeah, <laughs> OG Gramps over there with the flask. OG since I was in twenty three, baby. I ain't know. Okay. Hey, it's the truth. Uh, meanwhile, in other news, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the thirty plus podcast, love life lessons after thirty today episode is entitled. My mind's playing tricks on me. Hey, I love us. Yeah. So, how do you guys handle mental health after thirty? 
Man, that's a good deep topic. I think we should let uh, Cookie go ahead and start with that since she was talking about serial killing and stuff a minute ago. <laughs> feel like she, yeah, she, them coping <laughs> skills got to change a little bit. You can't go to jail. You got kids. They work. I'm still here. Free. Yeah. yeah. First of all, I'm too fine for jail. I ain't got time. Aye. Second of all, can't nobody raise my kids like me. Yeah. That's so, important. Yeah, that heavy on that. Um, they don't need to go through that. Um, how I handle it, I think once I became 30, even though I kind of been in the field before 30, I didn't resonate with being okay with getting a therapist until after 30. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm talking about like two, three years ago, and I'm 36. And so um, it is we have this saying that the therapist needs a therapist and that's so true because you take on everybody's stuff, but sometimes you don't have an outlet or you don't have the proper outlet. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, um, I just talk with my therapist or my friends. I have a good group of friends. I love y'all. Um, so I think that makes it easier because I'm one of them people that I just need to get it out. Sometimes I'm not looking for a solution Mm because I know the solution. Um, sometimes I don't want to do it. Um, but sometimes I also want to self-check and make sure I'm not overreacting, overthinking. So, yeah, once it's out, though, I have this thing. Once it's out, it's out. Even if I'm feeling low and I'm, like, on my way home, heavy if my kids are there, I sit in my driveway for a while because I don't want to bring that in their environment. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, so I just I try to self-check. Of course, I'm not perfect, so sometimes it slips through the crack. But it's more so good than bad. But it's hard. Like, sometimes it come out of nowhere. What made you want to seek therapy? Because I felt like I was drowning. Okay. Like I couldn't see my way up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, like being in a well. Mm-hmm. Like somebody threw me in a well and I could see it and I'm climbing and then it's like, it's not even nothing's knocking me down. I'm just like fatigued, mm-hmm. yeah. if that makes sense. I but how does. did you go about like picking a therapist that was right for you? Because sometimes like we can set up the appointment mm-hmm. and then speak with somebody, but this person doesn't speak our language or like, you know, we're not aligned. So how did you go through that yeah, process? Yeah, and, and that was probably what took me so long to be okay with it because prior to when I got divorced in my 20s I saw the therapist and we couldn't relate he he was like well when you're feeling like that write it down I'm like yeah what is writing what? Do? that's not gonna do nothing that's not a good coping skill like, for you yeah, it's not and I, I think to me it felt like he was more like about a book like giving me a script you know you call yeah. a call center they give you a script mm-hmm. that's what it felt like so number one I, I wanted somebody black you know, I, it, it doesn't mean that there are other races that are not good therapy. I just need somebody to be able to identify me. Yes. And then I wanted a woman so I could feel comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you so, wanted somebody you feel like you could relate to. Yeah. That reflects your own personal image. Correct. Yeah. And and she does. Like, even just her her walk, her way of life. Um, she's unorthodox. And y'all know I'm unorthodox. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's almost like a big sister kind of shit. Like, girl, get shit together. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it comes from a place still, and she gives you the clinical definitions of things and the clinical yeah. ways to do things, and so that helps me because if I'm not right, keep in mind I'm working with kids who already got chemical imbalances, so if I'm not right, I can't help them. Right, and I stay away. Unlike you know other people who are in the field, you know they go to work because they go to work, and now the child is worse. <laughs> Yeah. Than when he got here. So, yeah, I definitely look for somebody that can identify with me and that was patient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I I 
I've heard other therapists where, you know, you come in and they just want you to go ahead and lay it all out. Everybody's not there. You know, you got to build some rapport. Yeah. And so she took her time and built the rapport. And, yeah, there's that. Yeah. So when you don't have time to, like, see a therapist, what are your coping skills? Like, how do you deal with mental health? Because juggling your life, and I don't, you know, I'll let you speak about your life on your own, but we know that you have other responsibilities besides being a mother and working. Mm -hmm. So, like, you may not always have time to go see a therapist. Like, what are other things that you do to take care of your mental health? Music. Yeah. Music, music, music. Um, Headphones over humans. All oh, day, yeah, I'm with you on that. yeah. <laughs> yeah, all day, and then even you know, it might be a time I can't do that. Walking, mm-hmm. I love to walk. Um, I'm a nature person in that in that aspect, and a lot of times, you know, I'll wait till like late at night. It might be eleven, it might be midnight, and I walk. Like I just realized I haven't watched TV in some weeks. For that reason, and it's weird because you know I'm paying for it, so I'm finna catch up on some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing my now, show. That's but, therapeutic now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I'm like. Dang, I probably need to. And I think you know, because um, in some instances, though, what you put in, you can start to emulate. Mm-hmm. So I had to take a break from certain things because when it's too relatable. Okay, so I went and saw um, Sounds of Freedom. Mm-hmm. The child trafficking movie, mm-hmm. very good. Go see it. They were giving away free tickets for that. I heard mm-hmm. it. Was really They're good. letting people for people who can't afford you can donate a ticket. And I saw it by myself. I date myself too a lot. I love it. And so that was my thing. And I ha- I've never had that many emotions from a movie. And I don't know if it's because of who I am as a person or who I was as a mother. It was like all my personalities was just like we was on one accord. Mm-hmm. And I was angry. I was sad. I was depressed. I was disgusted. It was just so many things. And it it just awakened so much in you to where, like, after that, I kind of had to do, like, a a decompress because then it's it's like paranoia starts setting in. Mm -hmm. You know, things that my kids normally do, and I know they're going to be okay, was bothering me. Like, if they too quiet in the room, like, hey, what's going on in there? You still in there? Did you sneak out the window? Like, <laughs> you okay. know, and, and that's why you, you have to be careful what you put in. I wasn't yeah. ready for that that particular day because I already was in my feels. Yeah. So. Trigger warning. Yeah, yeah. So movies and music and stuff can also be things that trigger depression and uh, mental mm-hmm. health issues, basically. Yeah. I yeah. saw a post um, about a guy just talking about, like, the music that they play in the clubs. Mm-hmm. And, like, how a lot of the music is, like, de- demonic music and mm-hmm. how it's, like, um, hypnotizing us to, like, hate and want to fight and do all these crazy things. So you go out to have a good time, but you end up being depressed because of the music that you hear. Like, you're hypnotized by, like, bad music. Yeah, I mean, because I think what you're feeding yourself is what you're going in. You know, it's what your mental is taking in, too. Your mm-hmm. mental is not ingesting that type of stuff. And the music they play now is a little different. Oh, I mean, yes. keep in mind. A little. I mean, keep in <laughs> mind. I mean, the music that when we went to the club back in the 1900s, I mean, you didn't have to say uh, that. So right. I'm kidding. None of us were at club age. I'm kidding. But I mean, just think about, I mean, just to think about it, like, you know, Boosie, that yeah. was a spiritual. Yeah. I'm in the club VIP. Gas, gas tanks on, on me. All drinks on me. Why, man? How, how can you be depressed after that? You're like, you know what? I don't have no money, but I'm still going to have fun anyway. I'm, I came to dance. Yeah. 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 
now the new songs is fly me to the moon and all this kind of stuff. What are we talking about? I'm sitting here? in my room crying and I just don't want to be here. Like that's the song. Ride yeah. wave. I don't think yeah. they don't play that in the club. They do because it's popular. Uh, they do. I feel like they be Trends. playing fight music in a club. I mean, but With I feel some like headbusters. We yeah. grew up on that though. I was yeah. about to say because yeah. Nuck if you buck. I mean, that is a Negro spirit. That <laughs> I don't is know a Negro what y'all spirit. About. Yeah. I was ready Set to set it off by Lucy. <laughs> yeah. So, but we had like a little segment of like maybe five songs you would run, and you know that's that time like you yeah. get crunk, and then after that we about to dance again. Cash yeah. money taking over for the nine nine in the two thousand. You can't keep up in here now. How shall be over? Yeah, right. but I feel Hold like we had a balance though, because yeah. you you can you get your fight song, you got your twerk song, but then you also got your your love song, the yeah. slow dance. They would have we, that, you that, had that the segment. Slow music. Yeah, we don't have that now. They don't have no slow music. That's true. They yeah, there are no love songs. Yeah. No, that's crazy. That's true. Think about it. No, that's no, heartbreak I, I songs, but that's not true love songs. No. True. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah, has a heartbreak. True. But I, and I guess um, mentally, maybe the music industry needs some help as well. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Yeah, because they're trying to hypnotize us with all of the negativity. I do have a question for Kim with dealing with your mental health. Do you feel like pregnancy um, mm. can basically change how you think about stuff? Do you feel like being pregnant sometimes can make you depressed? Or does it, you know, do you, I mean, I know it deals with your mental, but like, how do you feel like you deal with it versus not being pregnant and being pregnant? I was about to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> okay, so. My mental health, and, and I'll just start with pre-pregnancy. Like, I had my first baby at, well, I got pregnant at 30, yeah, yeah, 32. So I had my first baby at 32, see my brain here. Um, but before then, like, my mental health was, like, taking a trip, taking time off. Um, like Boosie said, go to the club, you yeah. know, have a drink, have mm-hmm. fun. Now it's like I have to find different ways to cope that not only include myself, but include my child. Mm-hmm. Because yes. she's so small, and then, and then about to have two under two, you'd be like, dang, life is about to change for real. Yeah. So now it's like watching um, crime shows, which is not good. Yeah. It's, it's not always good. So I watch I those at night. Watch those. Um, but working out, um, and then talking to people, like going yes. to see my family, going to sit at my dad's house, letting my kid like mess up his house and not mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Or, like, uh, online shopping, things like that. But, honestly, those aren't really good because they all have repercussions. Like, you (laughs) you didn't spend money, number one, right? Number two, the time that you spend away from doing tasks that you need to do, you've lost that time. So, it's kind of like my mental health is kind of Mm. on the brink of a cliff that's about to go over. Mm. And, yes, can't wait until this... (laughs) These last 90 days are over, so I can be like, okay, I can have a drink, which is not, again, not the way that I should be dealing with it. But, yes, I am counting down because I'm grown. Um, But a positive way of of doing it really, really is, like, going walking, going to the gym, or just, like, getting my keys and being like, Sharon, I'll be back, and then I'll just drive to Galveston. Oh, Yeah, I'll I'll drive to Galveston and sit on the beach. Because, you know, that's where I was born. That's where my family is. My grandma's buried. So I'll just sit on the beach and listen to music. That's what's up. I actually need to do that myself. Yeah, give me a little pizza or something. Water is therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm sad, because I can't just get up and take a trip. Yep. 
Yeah, so I used to just beach. get yeah, I just get on get on a plane and go. Yep. I can, but you have to pack and plan, mm-hmm. and then you have to find something to keep her busy on the flight. I ain't got time. <laughs> Do you hear the work that has to be done before you can even have a break? You know, so it's just kind of like let me just drive to Galveston. But overall, I, I have found things to like kind of cope, and a countdown helps. I, I guess that's it. true. Knowing when it's going to be over. Yeah, knowing when it's things are going to change. You'll have another shift, and you'll have to find another way to kind of fit yourself in again. And I'm okay with change. I used to not be okay with change, but now. That's that thirty life. I look forward to yeah. it. Like, ooh, okay, I got a new, I got a new work schedule this semester. Okay. Ooh, I'm gonna be off before eleven a.m. Ooh, this oh, is so. things I could do. Yeah. Ooh, my baby's starting a new daycare. So on Fridays when I'm off, <laughs> shit, I'm gonna have a whole day to myself. You know? <laughs> ooh, Mondays I'm gonna be off too. You know, so Santa cup is half full. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The bright spots. Yeah, I, I've I found those very quickly, and um, I've also learned something that I didn't do at the beginning when I had Kaylin. Um, I'll call somebody. Good. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, hey, what are y'all doing? Kaylin says you want to come play. And Kaylin ain't say nothing. <laughs> but she on her way. And I got plenty snacks, snacks for everybody, oh, not wow. just her. Okay, that's smart. Yeah, and I'm out. Oh yeah. Yeah. It really does take a village. Yeah. It's the reason for that. It for really sure. does. Yeah. Nice. Get Neat. a good nail shop with a with a nice movie. Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. Neek, how do you um deal with cause you are the poster child for poker face. Yes, she is. <laughs> uh, like, yes, she right. is. And, and I if think this was my friend in real life, I wouldn't think she'd go through anything. I was going to say, and that that's a great slogan for her poster child for for poker, poker face yeah. because you'll never know nope. until you be like, Nika, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Five minutes later, okay, so look. And, <laughs> and I, then once it's out, she go right back to yeah, Nika yeah. on yeah. <laughs> you, you, y'all hear that laugh that's it like i still don't want to tell yeah you, you should be concerned <laughs> no no not really um a lot of stuff don't really bother me like that it's like a i have like a roll off my back mentality and a lot of times for me i come from a place where i kind of sit in it but i don't stay in it Ooh, i'm not a person to cute. try to cry in my oatmeal i'm like okay so a lot of time I isolate myself because I've always been like borderline loner anyway. Um, people enjoy my company, which is so weird to me because I'm like, people really like being around me, but I'm really like a solo person. Like I'm an ambivert. Like, so I really do. Like, okay, I come party with y'all and then I go sit down somewhere. I'm like, okay, I'll yep. be back. And we're going to pull you right back in. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, Monique, you said this. I'm like, okay, let's go. And then when I'm here, we're having fun. And I'm like, okay. That's true. Y'all took my energy. Let me go. Uh, <laughs> Time to go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go re up. So um, a lot of times when I go through things, um, I do isolate myself because I don't like necessarily bringing my problems uh, to people. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes you can see people and you like hate to see them coming sometimes because every time you see them, they have a problem. Like you're not happy yeah. anytime. Those yes. Yeah. And I'm like every day, like you, yeah. something's wrong with you. That like, cloud. what are you happy Something about? Always happening. It's yeah. You. And it's like that gray cloud. I'm like, what are you happy about? So the things I think that may irritate me is really minute things. Like for the most part, I think I really have a pretty good life. You know what I'm saying? I have things that kind of, trouble me nobody's son stressing me out i don't have any kids um so the things that Amen. most people come to She's the table with, with with issues whole anomaly out here okay so, uh, all bills paid you know what I, mean? I i i i'm able to afford the lifestyle that i live for myself so it's just kind of like my problems are minute 
Now, what happens is I do take on other people's energy of problems, which is a gift and a curse, because a lot of people do come to me with their issues, mm-hmm. and I'll take that on. I'll feel bad. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, well, how can I do? How are we helping? How, what, are we, how, what are we getting out of this? What are we going to do? How are we going to fix this? Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I kind of have to separate myself from that, too. I'm like, okay, Lust. not today. Yeah. I don't have the bandwidth to deal with that today. Mm-hmm. Maybe tomorrow, if you haven't figured it out, give me a call back. I promise you we'll work through it. But if not, Figure it out, <laughs> and then we can come back and talk to it. But first, as far as myself is concerned, things that I do to kind of um, help myself is I do yoga. Mm-hmm. It's still beginner's yoga, but yoga nonetheless. Hello, <laughs> it's yoga. Yoga's right. yoga, okay? You be yogin. You'll get to that goat yoga soon, huh? You're a uh, yogi. Yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I just working. Um, I'll work out. I'll do, like, hobbies, like cooking. Cooking for me is a hobby. So, like, I'll try a new recipe. I'll be like... Huh. Cooking and not feeding people is a hobby. Yeah. Tell the truth. Yeah. She used to feed people. I don't know what happened. We're gonna let her make it this show. We are. Grocery prices went up. I can't afford the feed. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. So I understand. <laughs> no. no. Well, it'd be one thing if I cooked and be like, you know what, Neek? Hey, I'm. Let me replace the chicken I brought last time. Or hey, Neek, you know. <sighs> I brought some water. What's well, hey, hey. <laughs> well, you see who I'm, don't mind well, you, well, you see who I'm looking at. That's why, like, you know. Okay. If the, if the, look. <laughs> she trying not to look at you. Look, <laughs> look, look, look. If the Jordans fit, lace them up. Lace them. Okay. Got on Kohan's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Kohan's. <laughs> Whatever shoes you walked in here with. <laughs> if they fit, put them on. Hey. If the snapback fit. Little wink, wink. Wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to you. So, um, you know. <laughs> but I like I, so I enjoy things like cooking and uh, creative spaces also helps with so the podcast is a, yes. therapeutic mm-hmm. um, if you will so we walk basically so you guys can run so allowing us to this to be a safe space to talk about different issues love life and lessons after 30 essentially what this is is a form of therapy yeah too because you know you never know what someone else is going through and the feedback that we get from our listeners so many people are going through those same things too. So I appreciate the fact that we were able to come together and, you know, put something like this out. And I think it's helped us and I think it's helped other people as well. So, yeah, uh, so something like this, like I said, yeah. And, and I'm sorry, you said something that just kind of spoke to me. You were like, you don't have the bandwidth to deal with people sometimes. Yeah. And I think like with this pregnancy, I'm starting to see people in a different light, I guess, cause it's a boy. With a girl, I was just like, yeah. With this one, I'm just like, dang, y'all stupid and y'all stink. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yes, SNS. But no, I actually had to like stop answering the phone for one of my friends because it was always something. Yeah. yeah. And it was just kind of like um, that dark cloud started to take over me and it was like starting to really mess with my mental health. And I was like, let me separate and focus on what I need to focus on because I'm still like, dang, I'm about to have two kids. (laughs) Like, you know, like you can be pregnant and not feel pregnant. Like today I feel pregnant, but other days I don't. So yeah. So I just be like, yeah, like, let me just cut, let me cut this part off mm-hmm. so I can focus. And yeah. it's not in like, and shout out to you because I still love you to death. But yeah, it's yeah. just that, that cloud. That's but energy, energy is transferable. And people don't yes. realize that sometimes they're bringing in that type of energy. When you were happy at first, and by the time you off the phone with this person or engage in conversation with this person, both of y'all said, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you, I have become more particular on the type of energy I round myself with, like my necklace itself. It's a cipher. Yeah. And it's a small oh. circle for a reason. Yeah. So that means I keep my circle small. So it, it was, in, I'm intentional with things that I do. Like my friend circle, while they're big, they're small. 
yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I have a lot of people. I have a lot of people that I would consider friends, but my circle is my circle and my village, and they, I, I can go to them and vice versa. But even sometimes you just really do have to figure your stuff out on your own sometimes. And I'm like, okay, okay, how are we going to fix this? All right, I don't like this, but what are we going to do to fix So the same advice that I give other people, because a lot of people come to me, mm-hmm. I give myself too. Right. So I'm like, say, hey, self, I'm like, self, say, huh? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. You got to cut it off. Yeah, you crazy. Yeah, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, how do we get past this? Okay, so we, we isolated the issue. We figured this out. How do we move past this now? Right. Figure this out, and then we go Keep to moving. like I'll sit in it because mm-hmm. I think it's important to sit in sometimes the situations to figure out a how not to go through it again, mm-hmm. and b why are you in this moment now? What do you what's being told to you? Because you know complacency and comfortability can't coexist. Right. So sometimes you're like, okay, why am I uncomfortable mm-hmm. in this moment? What am I supposed to learn? Yeah. It, that's facts. Yeah. So that's a lot. It is. Yeah. It is a lot. And speaking of a lot, Mr. A lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> the reason our, for this episode. Our savage. Hey, who, me? Yeah, a lot. No. I feel like, well, honestly, for me, I feel like I've always dealt with, I feel like I have mental health issues. And I feel like I've always had mental health issues, like serious ones, mm-hmm. that I feel like I keep to myself for the most part. Because I get depressive very easily. Um, I used to go through seasonal depression, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. every fall, winter-ish, like... Mm-hmm. Your boy would be sad, locked in, sheltered, don't want to talk to nobody, don't want to see nobody, like, just down, feeling sorry for myself. And it's something that was hard for me to shake. I don't feel like I go through seasonal depression anymore. Now I feel like I go through real depression. (laughs) (laughs) It's upgraded. (laughs) Right? For real. But um, I feel like with me, when it comes to my mental health issues, I try to box myself away from people. Like, I try to... Um, get rid of people if that makes sense um, I start getting rid of people that I feel like don't have my best interest in um, in their minds or whatever and I'm also a person who don't like to really talk about what I'm going through like if it's some serious stuff like I'm not telling nobody and I'm just chilling like I'm disappearing I don't want to be seen or heard from I want to be forgot about until I feel good enough to come back so I feel like what I do with my mental stuff, like as far as why I get depressed, I realize a lot of, I let a lot of things get to me personally mm-hmm. um, about how I feel and how I feel like I should be and supposed to be. I feel like I deal internally with two different, three, a couple of different Michaels <laughs> inside of me. We know, multi-mic. Yeah, yeah that's why it's multi-mic because it's, you know, there's fly, flies, it's birth, you know. Microphone mic. It's all of us in here, you know. <laughs> and all Ooh, of, this room is crowded. Yes. So you know, it really, it really. With me, I feel like it just depends on what mic takes the rain. And when I am going through stuff, I do have people that you know that know me and know all the stuff that I go through. And I feel like most of my personal depression and things that I deal with are all made up in my head. It's never really outside sources. I never have any beef or drama with anybody. I feel like it's just really my own perception of me that keeps me down, if that makes sense. Do you find yourself like, um, you know, like how we were kids and they would say, write yourself a letter. And like when you're 25, open this letter. And in this letter, you have all these things of what you're going to do, what you're going to accomplish. And then when you get to that number 25, you're thinking back to your younger self and you're like, dang, I didn't do anything. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't do anything I said I was going to do. Because I remember a letter specifically. I said I would be married with kids and do all this stuff. And when I got 25, I said, 
Who yes. wants to do that? Right. <laughs> yes. So like, do do you feel like you get depressed thinking about what you should be instead of thanking yourself for what you are in this moment? Yes, I definitely think I'll definitely do that because I'm always I think my problem is I'm always thinking about the future um, personally of where I should be, where I want to go. You know, and I feel like it's a pressure with society as well. Um I feel like I do sometimes let outside voices get inside my head about who I'm supposed to be, how I'm supposed to look and all this other stuff, because I feel like there's a great perception about me by the way that I look. So I feel like people expect certain things from me or they see something that I don't see. Mm-hmm. And when somebody calls something out, I'm like, I mean, I probably should be like that. Or I'm like, wait, you know, like, why am I not like that? Because if you see that in me, why am I not showing that? Why am I not bringing that to the forefront? Why am I not this great person that you believe that I am, you know? But why are you not grateful for who you are rather than, like, beating yourself up for a persona that everybody thinks you should have? Because, like, you're not that fine. Like, you mediocre. <laughs> but yeah, that cute. You, like, your hair's uneven. Yeah. <laughs> you look <laughs> dusty. <laughs> but you kidding. still be pulling, so you should hey, be happy. No, I'm all. just playing, y'all. I there love Mike go. to death. You heard him say, first of all. First of so all. I, I, just no. had to cut, I just had to cut no, it real but, quick because you, you be getting so serious. I'm like, don't beat yourself up because it's not that bad. It's, it's not that it's not bad but i can't help that and i think it just be little stuff um because i do i feel like i see a greater image of me that i'm not portraying and not being so i feel like when somebody calls that out or i hear something and it's like feathers that insecurity inside of me of knowing that i'm not doing what i'm supposed to be doing i should have been doing Mm -hmm. and i feel like that with any other like tragic thing that might happen Mm -hmm. can like i will hold all of it and then like one little thing that happened and then i'm depressed for a month two months like easy and no matter what I try to do, I can't get past it. And I'm a person who listens to positive affirmations and I listen to like, you know, positive books and stuff about subconscious and stuff like that. So I know all the things to do to help me, but I don't do those things, even though I know I should be doing the things when I get depressed. It's like, I cannot fight it. So when I get depressed, I, it's like, I really be having to force myself to not be upset or not be sad, but I still be sad no matter what I do. So let me ask you this. Do you think as a man and a black man that there is a fear of asking for outside help from a licensed professional? Because that is a stigma in our community. Yeah. Well, honestly, in college, I had a therapist um, mm-hmm. and I really related to him and I feel like he was um, really there for the, really there for me. And I feel like he pointed out a lot of things that I never thought about, mm-hmm. like. He was telling me issues that I had that I didn't realize I had until he said it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a intense fear of abandonment, but I never know why, and I still to this day don't know why. Uh, and that's even before the, you know, ex, you know, disappearing. That just feathered it. But as a child, some reason I had that, and I don't understand that because I'm a big, you know, mama's boy. My mom always been around, and my dad's always been around, but... I don't know. I just have that fear for some reason. So I'm trying not to work today. Yeah, don't so, work. <laughs> <laughs> so what that is, is, is it's an identity crisis. Yeah. Um, something in when you were young, because a lot of people don't realize the things that we do face are from childhood traumas. <laughs> and is. all we did was just keep going yeah. because we are taught. A lot of us are raised on survival. So we are taught to just survive. Yeah. So we just keep going. So something that was done or said, it could have been something so minute. Or even like now you say people have this idea of what you should be. And then you have your own idea of what you should be. And both of you are agreeing that you're not there. Yes. You could have had that as a kid. I mean, it could have been something small like, you know, 
Luke can shoot a three point and you can't. Why I can't do that? And yeah. so now that's your focus subconsciously. Is Man, still I think playing. it has to do from when I was a kid because I always feel like even as a adult, I feel like I've never fit in anywhere. Like I'm, it's like I get in, I can get along with everybody. I've been a part of every type of crew. Like you know, I was with the thugs, the hoopers, the max, the players, the pimps, all of them. You know what I'm saying? I can, <laughs> right. I can roll in any circle, and I feel like that probably helped with the identity crisis because I can get along with anybody and I can, you know move easily but i never feel like i truly fit in any group like there's not one thing that i feel like oh this is me you know what i mean that's because you're still trying to figure out who mike is so it's called imposter syndrome exactly yeah I know that. but mike was you're not supposed to fit in like you were made you to stand made. out and I that's, mean, that's something, what people be saying and that's why i don't understand and that i see. i so i can identify with that um i know what that feels like um i have a a very i have a stigma about females <laughs> so I hang with mostly men. And so the females I do hang with, they are near and dear to me for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so I used to think it was weird that, like, growing up, like, girls, friends, just I just didn't stick to them, you know? Like it, and then it took me to get older and realize, because, you know, when we're kids, most of our parents did a good job of making us see everything like rainbows and glitter. <laughs> <laughs> so... Once you're old enough and that mask, that film come off and you get to start seeing things, like you said, for what it really is, yeah. then I'm like, yeah, I probably would have beat up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. I see why we ain't cool. Yeah, yeah, I see why I did So, work. I mean, that, you, and and that's okay. Oh, yeah. Like, it's okay for you not to fit in. It's, it's you're eclectic. You're mm-hmm. supposed to. I feel that. But like that's I, what happens with my identity crisis. But I think that it's it goes with you. You're saying like he doesn't understand who he is. I think you have to be grateful for the moments and, and understand like this person who you are right now. Mm-hmm. That's exactly who you're supposed to be. So if you walk in your truth and you allow yourself to love yourself where you are, it mm-hmm. may be easier. Yeah, that's true. I only can love myself at certain times. I do think that is a point because sometimes I don't because I know I'm not happy with what I want or whatever the current situation is. So, so do you depends. game plan? Always, and that's I feel like that's my problem. I think too much, like no, I like feel like small. I think so too if you got, much. I'm sorry, so if you got 15 things that you want to do and that you feel like you should be doing, start with the most easiest one. I know that's part and of focus my on that goals. one thing. Mm-hmm. Like Small I'm telling you, goals is what they call them. So yeah, and it's because I'm like that. I know all this because I told you I really and listen to all of these books. I just don't apply it because that. So because that's your first goal. Yeah, that's your first. You just said your first syndrome. goal. Let no. me apply something that I learned. No, because it's hand me a belt. <laughs> that's 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 what it comes it down could to. Be that too. Because like, like I said, I'm spoiled. Yeah. yeah, you need your bubble. Like you need to understand this is what you need to do. This is your time limit, and you gonna get it because I said you gonna get it. And that's my military parents speaking to me right now, right. telling me to tell you that. Like that's how I go. I've always been spoiled and can do what I want. I think that's part of the issue too. Yeah. The fact yeah. that you are spoiled and you are used to things being given to you. So the fact that Mm. These are seen as obstacles because these are something that you actually have to work exactly. for. Yeah. Nobody can just hand you some of the things that you're missing. Not exactly. and we're not. No. I understand. But we can't. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. So it's yeah. not that even if we wanted to, we, we can't. The things yeah. that you are it's feel impossible. like you're missing, yeah. we can't hand you that. Exactly. So it's gonna have to be a certain point in time to where you have to be like, Okay, this is what I want. This is how I'm gonna go after it. And I, as in Mike, you're gonna have to be the person to do that. 
And I think that's that's the fearful tactic in you too, mm-hmm. yeah. is you know, it's the fear of failing because you're like, okay, well, I'm yeah, used to things like being given. Yeah, who? But who? Who, do? who does? I mean, it's different with me. I feel like I mean, nobody likes to fail, of course, but I take it internally when I fail. We do too, and imagine doing that with kids. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> that's probably why I, don't you, I was have kids. I was somebody's mama at 1920. Please don't let me still start. figuring out life, <laughs> beating myself up because my daddy said when you move off campus, baby girl, you're gonna get pregnant. I'm not, indeed. Mm. And so now you got that disappointment that you didn't created in your family even though they were so supportive but in my head i disappointed them and then now i got this little person who don't know nothing who didn't ask to be here now i gotta watch everything i do make sure everything makes sense and i don't always get it right still don't and they think i'm the best person in the world imagine being 30 (laughs) (laughs) okay 30 plus having your first and you like wait a second Mm. I'm used to living life literally on the fly. That's why I ain't got nothing now. Okay, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like you have the you have the extra time to actually put in the work to get where you need to be. Just like we've said before on a previous episode, give yourself grace, and then that goes into what Nick touched on earlier. There are times where you really got to do the work yourself. It don't matter. We can we can hand it to you, but I can't build it for you. I can hand you a nail and a hammer. Mm-hmm. I bring you some water. Mm-mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I might get you a snack to keep you going. We're gonna yeah, hear, we gonna be out here right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, what's the, and what's not? My only recommendation is to just have the the self discipline, like enough self discipline to say, okay, this week this is what we're gonna do, and by the end of this week, I'm gonna go back to my Monday's notes, and I'll be able to put a check mark by everything I said I was gonna do. And that's something that I um. We recommend that also, and I do that at the beginning of the year. So every year, at the beginning of December 31st, every year, I write down a list of and what I feel can be obtainable goals for the year. And I write that down, and I revisit it in June. And I'm like, oh, I ain't even start on this one. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, that look like 2024. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I still got time to do this one. And it kind of is like a self-check to see what you've been doing for the year. Like, if I've been playing, are we going to barbecue a meal, dude? What have I been doing? What? Okay. I mean, I, I write down a to-do list every day. That's what I'm saying. I know all these things, and I do these things, but I stop because I get depressed. And then... Yeah. So, what you got to do is... <laughs> like, that's my thing. Um, Because that goes back to the question that was asked. How did I know that I needed to go get help? The drowning, that's your next step. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I feel and, like I do. I was drowning panic two attacks. months ago. That's why I didn't make the... You ever had a episodes. panic attack? It feel yes. like a stroke. That's why I quit so, that job. <laughs> Okay, correct. <laughs> so with job. that with that being said, you got you're going to have to go into a season of isolation and I mean even socially. Yeah. Like not every day. Yeah. But it's going to have to be whereas on Saturday I might go here to this club or talk to whoever or hang out here that has to decrease because what you're doing is you're actually Putting it to the side because mm-hmm. you're finding something to replace that. Yeah, that's it's a distraction. That's what I do. I use women as distractions from my goals. He said, yeah. "Y'all, we've been saying it, but I y'all, mean, y'all yeah, heard it out of his mouth." I mean, Say it again, know. please, because I don't think they heard it the first time. They heard me. Give it them chicken heads. <laughs> <laughs> he used y'all chicken heads, and, and that's why you you to fulfill his you're time. not satisfied because it's not something. To, I mean, it's not even something you really want to do. Oh, to be honest, you're just doing it. You're on autopilot. Because if you had to trust, you'll be married. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. So we, we know sure this. So and I feel like if you sat down, 
Your wife is there. That's what people keep telling me. But that's anytime I get back focused and start doing stuff, it's like, and I start going, going I feel, I mean, it start going good. Mm-hmm. It's like I get to a point where it's like, okay, like something about to mess up. And it's just like, In I don't. Your head. Yeah, I, I told you, I get it. I, yeah. I am a super overthinker. It is like me ridiculously too. crazy. You like, got cancer in his joint. Like, I don't. But. <laughs> 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 but also, I really, I really overthink a lot of things, and it's like, I, like to the point where I don't own a gun because I feel like if I owned a gun, the way I think, it's like I would shoot myself in the head because I think so much and get depressive and want to just stop thinking. So, wow. like I've that's, been there. That's heavy. Yes. Yeah. I mean that's and, real. And though. look, so let's celebrate small victories. The fact that you're able to recognize that, oh, yeah. that in itself is the, the push. Like you can do anything else. Look, look at what you just said. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know that about myself. So, but some people don't admit that. Some people don't even know that. I don't know. I know. I've, I have suicidal thoughts all the time, but I do not act on them whatsoever. But so the fact that you have the thoughts, we got to do something more. Yeah, yeah. we got to do something more. And then step one is being grateful mm-hmm. for, for the yeah for the moment and the man that you are mm-hmm. because we're grateful for and it. the things okay. that you didn't yeah. overcame. Yeah, like we be sure. on your head, but we do care. I know. That's, that's why, why we be on your head. <laughs> that's why I talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and we know, we know you don't want to tell us stuff because you know we gonna be on your head. Mm-hmm. Saying, but you know, let me up, tell you something. I'm crazy. Hello, yeah, we know. will pop up, and you just gonna have to deal with it. And I'll tell you this: one time you didn't answer in our group message. <sighs> And everybody was like, "Have you talked to Mike? Nope. Have you talked to Mike? No. He was on social media earlier, but he ain't talked to us. We like, put okay. an APB out. Yeah. Everybody, that's when you were getting all those messages from us, and I was like, okay, well, if you don't answer within the next hour, I'm pulling up to his house in the morning. And what did we say, y'all? We gonna have to start popping up on Mike. Yep. Yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all because that day I was going through something. And I really didn't want to be talked to or or talk to anybody or anything. And like y'all, the only people who really reached out to me because I did post something on social media. Everybody seen it, seen it, but they didn't say nothing to me. But y'all did. What did I, I say? Yep. Well, that's exactly said. what she that's said. What she she said. said his post concerned. She said his post is encrypted. Uh huh. Yeah. That's an encrypted message. And I didn't even, you know, algorithm. We don't see it. Yeah. How did so ever see your post? That's yeah. the weird thing. That's, like, and that's what. And, and then we all was like, wait, we did see it, and we was like, uh uh-uh. uh. I didn't. I mean, because I hardly. I don't know how the algorithm. Yeah. Period is weird. Mm-hmm. But I guess I it was meant for me to see it because. Yes. I yeah, yeah, I seen that she did hit me and said that like nobody else like I had like a hundred something views on that post and she's literally the only person that said something. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. and that's why you had a round so robin of messages from At that from point, us. Yeah. now you have to assess that. Oh, I know. So now you got to cut. You know, see, we oftentimes we latch on to familiarity because. Everybody, I had the everybody who was with me gonna come with me a mentality. Right, I right, had the right. uh, I've been knowing her or I've been knowing him. I don't wanna, but you at the we talked about dating where you are, friends too. Where you are, you gotta your village has to match. It's essential for that reason. Your mental health. We are dealing with stuff that you know a lot of people don't know, and unfortunately, we're the guinea pig generation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, because the ones after us just wearing headphones, they don't even care. (laughs) They don't care about nothing. Biggie ready to die. Like they don't give. They don't care. Yeah, Yeah. and I ain't there yet. They gonna let the sun take them out with this. Listen, you hear you hear me say headphones and hoodies. Like they they ain't not worried about nothing. If the sun don't take them out, the hoodies will. Yes. Yeah, and so you know, with that, you already you already have so much against you. You're a black man. Yeah. Yeah. Starting there. 
Yes. That that's a yeah. That's, the doors that's of the, the church are open. Yeah. So you already have to over exert mm-hmm. to make up to not be a stereotype. Right. Facts. So then you have mental health issues that you've been dealing with for umpteen years, mm-hmm. and in our community, we are taught not to deal with them. Mm-hmm. We are taught that there's nothing wrong. We are taught that we don't talk about what goes on in this house. We are taught that, oh, you just need your butt whipped. No. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when somebody t- Go lay yeah. down. Yeah. Listen, yeah, y'all ever said. been going through something and y'all. <laughs> I, I said all three of those things to my kid this week. That's why I was like, no, let me no. bite back up from the mic. Like, you don't right, feel down. bad. <laughs> don't yeah, go lay down. Go lay down. Don't feel yeah, bad. Yeah, swell and go down. Uh, don't feel bad. I do it. You too. bump your knee. Go lay down. <laughs> I do it. I swear. I do it too. You break your arm, you're going to take a nap. <laughs> I'm not going to no hospital. Okay. Line up and be out there with police escorts and all. But you, you really got to get to that place where you got to reset. Mm-hmm. You have to reset And you need to date yourself Oh I mean I do I mean I feel like I'll take care of myself I think it's another thing With me though I'll stay in isolation You like physical fitness Try yoga No I work out Yeah I was just about to say No boys is working out again And he's back yeah. on his His fitness tip yeah. He had Popeye's today up. I was I surprised I, I was oh. so surprised Yeah he had Popeye I was so surprised Where's the chicken breast That's I was mad It was a chicken I, breast It was but Okay I would try to go to KFC because I had a two for one special. But <laughs> they Thirty plus is about saving money. They were not honoring my coupon. It was like, no, we don't take it at this franchise. I was like, well, still, you know, look out for me. I'm in the drive through. You didn't cook it, like, oh no, we can't. All right, call whatever. the GM because yeah. Yeah. they don't take that coupon. It's a coupon. They supposed to. I took that box and kept broke. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no. You and also, what? Mike, give yourself grace, Mm-mm. please. But no, I Don't feel like me, we, uh-uh. I'll just See? mess with you. But no, I feel like we should talk about like how social media and stuff, and like just outside world messes with your mental health. Uh, yeah, um, I, I, well, I think it's just important to take those breaks and realize that a lot of social media is truly a facade. Yeah, a lot of times they post those things to mask the situations that they are truly going through. Mm-hmm. That's facts. You know, so that's why I take. Social media, honestly, for face value. I post our stuff that I need for us, and I kind of go on about my business. Give you a little future meme here to give you a you know, to brighten up your day and go on about my business. <laughs> but it's a shame that I see a future meme, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if Nick's seen this. I know. When I'll I tagged her in, and she was like, I already posted, done. I said, I, I just saw it. it. <laughs> it's crazy. So, so many people. I'm like, y'all, y'all better build we me We live up. for young yeah. It's restaurant we weeks, too. We looking for that, too. Yeah, but mm. no, but... um. Social media, and especially because I'm I'm in the teaching realm, so I'm with the the mm-hmm. newer generation that's yeah. coming up that oh. depends on social media to kind of depict on how you know where they should be, how their life should be. Um, it is toxic. Yes. And even if I like, I had a project for my students to kind of uh, post their social media handle, and then everyone go on each you know person's handle. And just say their perception of what they see, mm. and then as then you as a person, you get to reply or respond and let them know if they're yeah. right or wrong How about what they see. A lot of students were like, and this is my interpersonal communication course. They were like, you know, I really didn't think that people saw me in this way. I'm really not that person. That's just yeah. what I like to post. Those are the pictures that I like. And I'm like, yeah, I want you to know that this is all a facade. Mm-hmm. Exactly. These are just. This is a storybook. Like a, a book that you can open and close. It's a it's a fairy tale, right? This is not your real life. This is not what things are. Exactly. I just posted stuff about the Astros game and we were there last night. Like I'm not there right now. They do have yeah. a game right now, but not you know what I'm saying? I'm already gone. Yeah. yeah. Bye. <laughs> but sometimes the perception is other people's reality and yeah. they do take what you post for face value. Yeah. They do. 
like when people save all of their uh, beach trips yeah. and post them, like you know, yeah. on off season. You're like, yeah. sis, you was not, you was at home. You sitting right here next to me. You were right. not booked and busy at yeah. all. I've seen that. Yeah, all <laughs> like, the time. for sure. I was yeah. like. Wait, but that's uh, one trip, but you broke it into three. Nice. Yes. Listen, hey, no. That part. No. That part. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just gave the hardest the eye roll. To, I wish I would have saw that. I know people be using old footage to lie, like, you know, take out for work, say they on the beach, and we'll post the old footage just for just in case mm-hmm. anybody watching. And yeah. knowing, I'm like, duh. What that's you? the same. I'm not going through yes. all that. I'm off because I'm but off. But it's summertime. That's false. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Exactly. Your hair ain't even that long Yeah. Ain't you good at feeding feeding the water boomerangs, knowing you sitting at home with your feet on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the only social media only got to me. I don't care what people do. Just don't come on here talking for gazy because I feel the need to have to respond to everybody because I really want to fight you. Uh, So I had to get out of that phase where the bots. Yeah. Come in and like I'm tired, bro. The people that sit on ready to argue with anybody in yes, the comments, the yeah. trolls. Yeah. I'm tired of blocking sex bots. <laughs> I get upset that you didn't flag my baby video when she was three dancing to Temptations. Talking about some copyright, but yeah. this little sex bot I keep reporting, yeah. and you're saying you don't have the time to review it. Yes, you do, because you just flagged me. <laughs> <laughs> that is what bothers me. No, for real, for real. <laughs> But with this episode, um, we discussed mental health. We discussed, like, some of the things that we go through and how we cope with them. Mm -hmm. And I hope that that information helps some of you. I know with this episode, we had a 30-plus therapy, right? Yes, we do. I'm excited. Let's let's get into that. 30-plus therapy. I've been in their 30s for a little while. They got some skin in the game. Um, This is not, per se, for people who are just embarking, but it might it might apply. I'm not sure. I just can only speak from my own, you know, experience. Um, but from being in your 30s for a couple of years, you know, you've applied the things that you learned from your 20s, and you're like, okay, I'm on the up and up. You know, I learned from my mistakes that I made, or even the joyous occasions in my 20s, and I'm applying that to my 30s. However, I don't feel like this every day. Sometimes I still feel like, oh shit. Am I still this 28-year-old? Am I still crying over the things that I thought my life would produce back then or that I would have in my 30s? Am I failing? What am I doing? What is my purpose? Do I even know my destiny? You know, like when you have those moments, what would you say a 30-year-old person should do or what, what's your advice that you can give to that person because nobody's always like in their glow i mean i know it sounds kind of depressive but it's the honest to god truth nobody's always like yeah i'm 30 i'm living my best life because you're not always feeling like that so what would be your advice simply because people who are in their 30s who are not married you got to deal with this type of stuff before you even try to consider making another person a part of your journey so with that being said working on these things girl okay Mm -hmm. that's a mouthful i feel like we technically the door we did yeah um i mean but she asked for specific advice for just so just for that question um as she was speaking setting the premise and everything before she asked her a specific question. Um, I thought about finding Nemo and I was just <laughs> thinking like, just keep swimming, like yeah. just keep swimming. Like no yeah. matter what, you're always going to go through something. You have to keep going and no, we're not always living our best life and no, it does not always look pretty. However, like Neek said, you can't just sit in it 
you have to find a way to kind of stand up and, and keep it going. And um, that last part when she's like, you know, you have to figure it out before uh, you try to make somebody else happy. Girl, we'd be stressed and depressed together and, yeah. and still be loving on each other. So um, my advice is Dory to Nemo, just keep swimming. <laughs> like, just, no, for real, just keep swimming. I like that metaphor. I like it, too. I, I want to watch Finding Nemo now. Yeah. Um, I would say... Because she also mentioned the not married part. Um, the thing for me, because I'm at the latter part of these good 30s. Almost 35. 35. <laughs> almost, not the almost. Um, almost. You still fine. <laughs> Appreciate that, girl. Appreciate that. Um, for me, I think I had to lose all concept of what I thought I would be in my mm. 20s and my 30s. Because um, that could be depressing in itself. Like, okay, because realistically, I probably would have been married with kids, different house, different the dog and the fence. Oh, yeah. You know, had I kept that concept of myself in my 20s. So um, I'm a realist, <laughs> and I am where I am now, and I, I feel like I am where I'm supposed to be. So however that looks, I think, is to be grateful for that particular moment and uh, <laughs> just be happy where you are because you're there for a reason. I agree with you. Oh, okay. Y'all can't I'm sorry. Can. We, we, we don't have behind the video part because oh, I'm just looking at Mike and staring at him because everything that I just said, Nika just said, and I want you to take that advice. Oh, yeah. I will. Take I mean, key. I listen and I always take heed to what anybody tells me. And, like, for her, what she's asking, I feel like it is, like, hard when you look back, try to compare your 20s to your 30s because in your 20s, it's less caring like you just do stuff to do stuff when you get those 30s stuff kind of matters more and I feel like that's where it comes to me I feel like I always feel like time is dwindling like I mean you know anybody can make it when they 40 and all that but I'm trying to be like Drake you know (laughs) F being rich when I'm 40 I'm trying to make it now but (laughs) um, you heard me laugh (laughs) I'm just saying I got but I just feel like it's um it's just I'm being real but I know I just feel like is you can't compare and go back and forth between what you used to be and what you want to be. You got to focus on what you're going to do and do that. I feel like that's the best thing to do as far as being in your 30s and not worrying about your 20s. And would you like for me to cut my camera on so you can say that to yourself? Because I wanted to so bad. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Oh, wait, okay, I got okay. great advice. I just don't know how to Excellent. listen to Excellent. I got advice. I don't know how to listen yeah. to it. So. <laughs> Sometimes you have to give to that same advice to yourself in the mirror and the repeat mirror. that. Self so say what? Yeah. yeah, shout out to Issa Rae. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean the whole <laughs> I can't pull the phone out. The whole, <laughs> the whole, like you said, the whole comparison um, thing in your twenties and thirties, and especially when it comes to a marriage. Like, shout out to Unique for living reality because that's exactly why I got married in my twenties because that was the expectation, and that's what we, you know, this is what we need, and this is what we need, and here we are, kids, and. I'm happy in my 30s. Um, will I remarry? I'm sure. Um, is it like on the forefront? No. Um, and that's because I know, I know what I want and I'm doing what I want. I'm not doing what nobody else wants me to do. I'm not doing what you think is right. I'm yes. doing what I want. That is the key. And I feel like long as it's not detrimental to me or them kids, I could do what I want. No, I do what I want. And so I am glad, though, that that's the plus side of it. I'm, I'm going to pray for you after being pregnant at 30. Yeah. 
because G H E T T O zero. But you know, <laughs> on, on the flip side, now you have you know you got some babysitters. Yeah, old enough, and that's probably I think my kids are self sufficient. Yeah, and I'm still young enough to where I can relate to them that's why and still be cool, now. but still can. yeah no but and i and i always like joke about being you know pregnant after 30 don't do it blah 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 y'all it's a blessing to be uh pregnant after 30 and if you want to have a baby go for it do it she was 50 but she had a lot of money Um, (laughs) (laughs) and the reason why i said that i was like uh, because she can call people hire people i get somebody else to do it literally um but no i joke about it but it, it really is a beautiful thing and i am thankful for it so don't take my jokes like for face value yep yeah. Have a baby when you're ready, please. No Have a baby on me, baby. Be yeah, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Write we the check to for the baby come. <laughs> Don't even care. <laughs> listen, that's that's our I therapy. Thought, oh, yeah. right. Write the check for the baby come. Yeah. That's probably the only way you're getting this egg. <laughs> and it need to clear before any fertilization. I need I need it in cash. <laughs> so so what y'all got for the closeout? Oh. I mean, I just think uh, to take care of you, a lot of self-care is important. Yeah. If you need to speak with someone, speak with someone. Don't let that stop you. Yeah. Um, if you've got to seek professional therapy, do what you need to do to make sure you're great. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, y'all can hit us up if you want. I mean, we can give y'all a little therapy. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, we got 30 oh, plus therapy. Hold on. No. They got 30 plus therapy. You can yes. send it to Yeah, so just like that, if you want to join our 30 plus therapy, make sure you are hitting us up on our email at the 30 plus therapy at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voice note on our IG at the 30 plus podcast. Or hit one of us up individually if you know our. Uh, our IG IG, handles yeah or really just go to the page um, on IG at the 30 plus podcast we'll get it T-H-E you know the 30 plus podcast hit us up yeah we check our DMs and it's anonymous you don't have to we're not gonna say your name if you want your name then you got to pay a fee it's promo but I'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) I'm not maybe (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like um, there is no wrong or right way to cope yeah there is no time limit there is no time frame you know, there are things that are going to be with you for life. You just got to learn how to make it easier. That's it. I want to say just watch what you intake. You know, be careful mm-hmm. of what you're watching, listening to. Um, be careful of what you allow people to say to you. Because words do have magic and power. You know, listening to the people say certain things can affect how you feel. So just make sure you keep the right people around you. Oh, I stink. That's very important. <laughs> right there. <laughs> we are out. So until next time. Be great in these streets. Don't let your mind play tricks on you.